Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digital. Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Stoffer with you. This is Oilers Now, the Monday edition, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chad, visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more. Digitex.ca. Well, you know what it is. Hey, you know what's coming. It's a jam-packed edition of Oilers Now. The Edmonton Oilers coming off a pair of road victories. They have gone 6-1-1 one, and one in their last eight games. We'll have a complete uh, double recap of the weekend's events for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Brendan Escott is here. He's going to help bail me out today. Provide a little bit of uh, uh, additional support. Uh, he'll have uh, NHL Today brought to you uh, by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. 1235, Sportsnet's John Shannon. Maybe we'll get some thoughts from him on what the order should do with uh, Evan Bouchard. And yes, a pull Yarvey. 
105 today, Oil Kings development coach Fernando Pisani. He's involved in a couple different uh, sort of uh, things that are taking place at the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, so we'll get to that as well. And at 135, if you've not heard, there is a book out. It's called Grit and Glory, celebrating 40 years of the Edmonton Oilers in studio. Lorna Schultz-Nicholson to uh, discuss uh, that book uh, that's uh, just come out. I know my copy is actually sitting over at uh, the broadcast uh, studio over at Rogers Place, but uh, I leafed through it the other day. So hope you had a terrific week. It was a great week for the Edmonton Oilers, no question about it. Um, Rebound from a 3-0 home ice loss against the Nashville Predators. Tuesday, take on the Pittsburgh Penguins, out shoot them 46-31, lose 6-5 in overtime on a Sidney Crosby beauty. Then Edmonton plays maybe their most complete game of the season, defeating the Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals 4-1. Team flies to Nashville, hadn't beaten them in 13 games, jumped them early. Uh, Connor McDavid with a key goal after the Preds made it 2-1, seven seconds later. Oilers ultimately win by a score of 5 through in a night in which uh, Leon Dreisaitl and Drake Kajula gets a pair of goals. And we flew in right after the game in Nashville into Chicago. In fairness, uh, the Hawks probably pushed it a little bit more second or third period, but the Oilers showed a poise that they didn't have much of last season, and then they went to overtime. And as we have seen with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, like your chances once you get to OT. Here's how you reach us. You can uh, call us on the Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063. It is brought to you by our friends at the River Cree. They've got comedian Tracy Morgan, November 17th at the River Creek, tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at our 630-630 text line on the Heartland Ford text line. Not your small town dealership. Uh, Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan with a huge new state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. And we'll get to lots of your text during uh, the course of uh, today's show. But we're going to get straight into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. On the job, you need the best. And in Edmonton or online, the best is direct workwear. Huge selections of garments, accessories, and women's gear. Direct workwear, where safety meets savings, online at directworkwear.com. Well, here's the deal. We don't normally run audio recaps, uh, back-to-back road games, on Saturdays and Sundays when we fly back in and roll in at host orders now on Monday. But you know what? It was a big weekend for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. So let's get to Jack's calls of the game against Nashville and Chicago. The Nashville Predators, the Edmonton Oilers, today from Bridgestone. Nurse fires, save Soros, rebound, score! Drake Kajula, just as the power play comes to an end. Served up to McDavid, right faceoff, Don Lucic in front, score! Leon Dreisaitl, a knuckle puck that flew over the right shoulder of UC Soros. Now Subban and Johansson, one-timer, Forsberg scores! Off the draw, though, Nugent Hopkins chips it at McDavid. Backhander score! And Edmonton comes right back! McDavid, seventh, answers the bell just seven seconds after Nashville had finally broken through. Three-shot score, Forsberg. And maybe the Predators aren't dead yet. Shoots and scores! Leon Dreisaitl's second of the afternoon gives Edmonton a commanding 4-1 lead. Peter 
intercepted by Kajula. Shoots wide of the net. Rebound off the boards. Shoots again, and Kajula buries it. His second of the game has extinguished the Nashville hope. Subban up the right-hand boards, and time will run out. And so will Nashville's long winning streak head-to-head against Edmonton. Good evening, everyone. I'm Jack Michaels. I mentioned Bob to my immediate right. We're live at the United Center. Jonathan Taves and Connor McDavid, two of the best players in the world, take the opening face-off, and we are underway with Chicago in the red. On the face-off, that centers. What time is score? Seabrook. And Chicago takes a 1-0 lead on a power play goal by the veteran, Brodziak wins the face, a sprawling save, and then the rebound off the crossbar for Brodziak, and the rebound, Zach Cassian ties it. Zach Cassian, a goal he desperately needed, punches home Edmonton's third chance, and we're going to see some of the world's best players in a three-on-three overtime session. And Kane gave it away. It's three-on-one for Edmonton and OT to win it. Dry side over the line. Dishes. McDavid shoots and scores! Connor McDavid from Leon Dreisaitl wins the game for Edmonton. Two to one in overtime. You had to make the stops, but I think your team really showed poised professionalism. A second of a back-to-back tough place to play and uh, the confidence that you guys have to go to OT as well. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can uh, take one big point in a building like this, that's uh, that's a good start. But uh, obviously, when you got Connor and Leon out there in, in overtime, it's uh, really tough to defend. So, um, and, you know, I was just trying to make the saves I needed to make and uh, give us a chance to get the extra point. That is Cam, Nel- uh, Cam Talbot in the postgame interview. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. Edmonton 6-1-1 one, and one in their last eight games. Brendan, you know this. You know everybody saw this happen when the team was 0-2 to start the year. You know, all right, so we're going to see the owners play a stretch where they play six 100-plus teams. Then Chicago was off to a, a pretty good start as well. They were off to 6-3-2 and two to start the season. Um, I had to recalibrate the numbers a couple times last night. I, You know, in theory, the way I initially did it is I counted Nashville twice because they, play, they played the Preds twice. But... Uh, that would be a factual inaccuracy. And nonetheless, and I'm having problems loading my uh, my Twitter at this time, but the bottom line here is Edmonton has had a, uh, a terrific back half of October. There's really no other way to say it. Uh, they played very well against Pittsburgh, probably deserved a better fate. Uh, played exceptionally well against Washington. Were the better team in Nashville. I'm not convinced they were the better team, but they played a classic road game yesterday. And how many of you right now, and you can text us on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630, how many of you don't mind if the owners go to OT? You'll take your chances, won't you? When you have McDavid out there. I had somebody that... Uh, well, he's won a Stanley Cup in his career, and he's one of the greatest players of all time. And he said, look, they got a goalie that's a good goalie. They got special teams, and they got McDavid. So they can win on any given night. And last year, they didn't have the special teams, and Cam Talbot had a, a tough start to the season, but he's clearly elevated his play. So end result here, I think people are completely comfortable if the Oilers maybe aren't firing on all cylinders, and they weren't. Their fourth line was the best line yesterday. They had some fatigue in the lineup. Lucic looked tired, second of a back-to-back for a 30-year-old player. And he was really engaged against Nashville. Uh, I thought uh, Jason was really fighting the puck. Connor McDavid was fighting the puck early in Chicago. But they hung around, and they hung around. And then take your chances in OT. 
Are they world beaters at this stage? Absolutely not. Is it still the embryonic stage of the season? Absolutely. But, again, how many of you saw the team going 6-1-1 after being outscored 9-3 in the first two games? I think what was really important for them on this stretch of games, Bob, was to establish that winning culture because that's something that they didn't do last year at the beginning of the season and it kind of plagued them henceforth. And for them to be able to to have this in their back pocket from here on out, I think is really valuable to them. They they know that they can do this. So uh, it was good for them to be able to prove it no matter how they were getting those victories. Let's go to uh, Oilers head coach Todd McClellan on getting through the tough stretch. We'll now hear from, from all the writers and the uh, the media about how we got through this killer stretch of games, but in my opinion, the next 10 is just as tough. Um, there aren't easy games. Um, yes, there's teams that have a, a reputation or a past or a, uh, a record that they can hang their hat on, but every night teams show up and play, so um, our task just stays as hard as it's been in the past. All right, uh, fourth line got it done. Zach Cassian, and, and we know... There was a real good piece. I don't know if anybody saw it. Uh, Kurt Levins from the Cult of Hockey, who seems to be, uh, you could tell Kurt's from a hockey family by how he writes. Um, he had a good assessment on the Cassian situation. Look, Zach Cassian, the report Saturday night, Elliot Friedman, uh, saying that uh, Zach Cassian's camp has been given permission to look for a deal. Okay. He won't be the first player that, during a difficult stretch, maybe looks for a jump start somewhere else. He won't be the last player. That's kind of how the business works. Um, so take it for what it's worth. But that fourth line helped win them the game against Chicago last night. They outscored the opposition one nothing when they were on the ice. Here's Todd McClellan. They provided energy when we needed it. They checked well. They won big face-offs. They were uh, pivotal in the penalty kill. They got us the goal to uh, to get back into the the game when we were down one. And um, you know they did they did their thing tonight. They uh, they certainly were valuable and they provided uh, what we needed. Uh, Edmonton got a win from Miko Koskinen, and he was really good in the first period in Nashville. It needs to be stated now. UC Saros made some terrific saves in tight against the Oilers, but Koskinen was very good early. Here's Todd McClellan on Koskinen's game against the Preds. I thought he was outstanding. Um, not a lot of shots against in the first period, but a lot of chances against. And uh, Miko made some uh, outstanding saves on the penalty kill. Um, deflections, even at the end there, they had a, uh, a high tip on the power play. And, he got his body in front of it. So it's a real big confidence builder for him, for our team, for our group with him. And um, we're happy for him. Leon Dreisaitl had a good week, scored five goals over the last, what, four games, picked up an assist on the game winner last night to Connor McDavid. Here's Todd McClellan on Dreisaitl's turnaround. Uh, for me, he's just he's a lot harder to play against now than he was maybe a little bit earlier. And the, uh, the directness of his game, the uh, power in his game, the willingness to shoot a little bit more. Um, you know, he, he looks like he's found his his niche now. And um, when he does that, he can be pretty powerful. He can drive his own line, and we're seeing it. So the Edmonton Oilers, 6-1-1 one one in their last eight. Uh, has the team found a rhythm? Here's Connor McDavid. 
want to build your game um, each and every day. I think we've done a really good job of that. Um, you know, it took us a little bit to get into the swing of things, just you know, with you know, one game and the first 10 days of the start of the season, and then you know, we play one, and then we have another three days off, and you know, we kind of couldn't really get into a rhythm. And then, um, well, now we keep playing back, or you know, you know, days after day, and um, you know, we get into a routine. And you know, hockey players are creatures of habit, and you know, when you get that and you can feel good, it's uh, you know, good things happen. And McDavid added these additional comments on overtime success. We got some skill. Um, you know, even if it's not me and Leon, it's uh, Nuge, it's uh, you know, some of our D jumping in. Um, you know, it's up and down the lineup. So we got skill. Um, and we know how to play uh, play three on three. It's a, it's a different style of hockey that uh, we seem to understand. And Leon Dreisaitl added these additional comments on his game, Heating Up. You know, obviously, I didn't start the season the way I, I hoped, uh, but you know we've been we've been winning and, and really that's all that matters so um, I'm gonna get my game going uh, I know that I'm um, positive in that um, but you know like I said as long as we keep winning um, you know I don't really care how I play well he said it as long as they win one guy who's been good when he's been in has been Drake Kajula. Scored a couple goals Saturday, both on second-chance opportunities. Uh, and Kajula added some comments on the Oilers not getting overconfident with their recent success. Yeah, I think we got a we got a confident group. Um, you know, as the uh, season's gone on, you can see uh, every game we've gotten better and better. And um, you know, good teams uh, find ways to get better every game. And um, you know, I think we're you know a very confident group right now. And uh, I know we're playing really good hockey. We just got to make sure we uh, stick with it, and not get too high, and, and not get too low, and make sure we. Don't don't uh, you know, just uh, be complacent with where we are. And I don't know how often we're going to hear from this guy during the course of the year, but I thought we'd include this clip. Um, Miko Koskinen on the importance of him contributing from the backup position. Well, of course, we're uh, we're a team and everyone, everybody needs to help each other. And uh, that gives like a little bit more, uh, more confidence when other guys are getting like done their job and I need to stand there too and do my job. So that, that's a good thing. All right. So there you go. 0-2, the sky was falling in. I remember the Friday show uh, out in uh, New York, and then I put a somewhat cryptic tweet out there. This is how hockey works. You know, you are who you are. Larry Robinson brought up in a Montreal system and then spent all those years in New Jersey. Defense first. Wayne Gretzky, Paul Coffey. Uh, it's offense. And then I talked about L.A. and John Stevens trying to get the Kings to play a more up-tempo game. And I said, B.S. At the end of the day, the Kings are still a defensive-minded team inherently. And that's part of the reason why they, they're having success. Uh, Edmonton, it's a good start. There's a lot of work to be done. Here's the beauty of the situation for the Oilers. Brendan, do you think for a second they're firing on all cylinders yet? Because I sure in heck don't. Absolutely not. They're just now starting to get those bottom three lines contributing. They got, I mean, Ryan Strom's played 10 games, doesn't have a point. And, you know, he's going to have to, you got to go to the dirty areas to score and you got to stay there. Connor Yamamoto has played a ton of time now. The last five games with Connor McDavid. Doesn't have a goal during that stretch. Um,. You, you know, you are going to get some production. Now, the one thing that can't happen is it can't get an injury on D. Uh, I do think at some stage in the next two weeks, you're going to see Evan Bouchard go back to London. I think that's inevitable. He did not play either game this weekend. And I actually think even though Garrison played effectively, and I will tell you this, the guys really like Garrison. He's a, he's a consummate pro. He spent a lot of time working with uh, Bouchard. 
Uh, but I foresee a scenario where Gravel gets back up and ends up playing more of the games with Matt Benning in the third pairing, and they need to keep Matt Benning going. Uh, the other thing that needs to be factored in for all of you guys, and look, we have as passionate of a fan base as there is. We have a tremendous fan base just on this show, and there's lots of guys that know lots about hockey, and I operate under a simple context. I never think I'm the smartest guy that might be uh, listening while I'm hosting this show. Okay, There's lots of guys out there that know the game. Um, from an asset management perspective, if we think there's going to be a 2021 expansion draft with Seattle, it would logic would dictate that the Oilers would send Bouchard back at some stage because then he would not have to be protected if he plays starting next season. Um, so, and then Pulley Arvey, I would ask John Shannon about that. I mean, he's been scratched now three straight games. In a perfect world, he's playing. Maybe he needs to be playing down in Bakersfield for a week or two with Jay Woodcroft. I have more confidence there right now with the setup than the one that they had the last uh, several years, where the priority seemed to be playing older veteran players at the expense of some of the owner's prospects. I can tell you the elite NHL organizations, the Nashvilles of the world, coach sends the lineup forward to the assistant general manager who signs off on it, and there's no discussion. You, you know, like, you know who to play. And I mean, I, I had Ian Herbers tell me that directly when he was the head coach in Nashville. He knew he was playing their prospects. And I think that uh, Paul Yarvey, maybe we're at the stage where that is consideration. I'm not sure yet. Uh, here's what we're going to do. It's 12.25 in Edmonton. We're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, Brendan Escott will bring you NHL Today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30. Ted. How about we have some spots that are, you know, like centrist? Anyways, welcome back, everybody. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stopper with you. It's 12.29. Brendan, uh, here's what we're going to do, because we're right up against the clock here, and I don't want to be late for Eileen uh, with the uh, Global News Weather Traffic Update. We're going to push you back to 12.50 for Elite Promotional Marketing's NHL Today. Uh, more than just sportswear. You can text us at 6.30, 6.30 on our Heartland Ford text line. Um very quickly, this text comes in from Rob. He says, Bob, what's up with Barry? I thought he earned a spot preseason, and uh, now he's an afterthought. He's not an afterthought. He's not healthy. He's got a little bit of a tweak. He did not play this weekend. Bakersfield won 8-2 on Saturday against the Flames farm team. Second time they scored eight in a game against Stockton. Uh, he's, not, he's not playing. So we'll go off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.